This is Jimmy and Annette Pruitt, and we are coming to you from smack dab in the middle of the Texas Hill Country, where it is beautiful. We've had a day in the 80s today. Can you believe it? Spring is in the air, and it was awesome. What a beautiful day, wasn't it, Annette? It was amazing, and I wish we were outside more, but I know. We, at we least were in we the got to enjoy sunshine. That I could take cold as long as there's sun. I need the sunshine. Yeah, I hear you. I'm the same way. I'm super excited about spring and summer this year. We spend so much of our time outdoors, and so we're looking forward to it. So when spring's in the air, it kind of gets our spirits up, and just getting some sun, some vitamin D on us felt so good. But uh, we're, again, Jimmy and Annette, and we are living up in a down world. That's the name of our podcast. This is podcast episode number seven, can you believe? It's eight. It's eight. Is it eight? See, I'm losing track. We've done so many. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We're having so much fun with this. I've been really stoked about being with you today. Uh, Just so much to talk about. Uh, We're going to keep this to about 30 minutes-ish. And, uh, of course, I'm a preacher, so when I say 30, that could translate. That could mean anything. for... (laughs) <laughs> or I may start closing at 30 anyway. Yeah, so we're excited. we know what that means. <laughs> Chevy's with us as well. He is sitting, oh, he heard me say his name, his ears perked up, but that's our, that's our, um, our mascot, I guess you call mascot, it. Our mascot, yeah. Or our little baby. <laughs> he looks forward to this. It's he funny does. how he just comes and jumps up on the, la- he knows when we're going to do this. Yeah. He's a very smart dog. Yeah, he's like literally laying in Annette's lap, like in just totally chill mode. So that's kind of his, that's his ongoing <laughs> mode right there, total chill. So anyway, we had a great day today. And really, we've had a great week and weekend. <clears throat> Annette and 30 ladies from our church, we pastor Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. 30 ladies, they all went in cars and, and airplanes, and they went to uh, South Lake in Dallas area, the Metroplex, to the Pink Impact Conference. Women's Conference. Great yeah, the conference. women's conference. So give me just one little highlight. You know, I mean, how was it? How did it impact you? Oh, gosh. Well, Tina Curry got to go for the first time. She had never been to a women's conference. and She had never been in a large church setting. And so to me, the highlight was watching her mouth wide open in awe of what she was seeing and hearing and it was but you know I I said this to them earlier we had dinner with them and I said you know I've been to so many conferences Jimmy and I go we're conference junkies I would say we love getting well by our profession I yeah mean, it is our profession and, but we love learning and get and learn and meeting new people and um it was so wonderful because it was refreshing to have someone who had never been in an environment like this and just eat. She said she it was like drinking from a, a fire, hose. fire hose. And it was it made it fresh for me. So I, I don't know. That was really impactful for me. Well, you made a comment about it because the, the theme of the conference was wonder. wonder. And you said the look on Tina's face when y'all wonder. walked in at Gateway Church oh in South goodness. Lake was wow, shock and all. It was, it was, and we had some great speakers, and it was just and the worship, crazy. Oh good gosh, worship. it was good. 
Carrie loud. Job. It was Carrie. loud, though. A little oh, louder loud than there. I like, but that's okay. Carrie Job uh, led worship, and uh, of course, she did the song "The Blessing," which was like a total. That was a gift epic, for Tina. She turned to me and epic. said, "Do you think she'll sing the blessing?" And I said, "No, probably not, because it's an older song." And then the very last session, the last song. Carrie Job says, you know, I don't ever do this at a pink impact at Gateway, but I feel led to sing this song. And I just turned to Tina and the look on her face was, what? Oh, <laughs> just Because that. that was a gift for her, I yeah, think, you know, yeah. just beautiful. But it was a great time. Um, we already signed up for next year's yeah. impact. So I'm so you had 28 women to both Annette and Tina, you've got 30 total. And I think the impact was massive for that whole group of ladies. And I can't wait to, the ones I've already been around, they're buzzing, just buzzing about it. So what a blessing that was. I'm so glad you got to do that. Of course, that that set me and Adam, which is Tina's husband, we were batching it. And I, I had a lot going on. I did a funeral on Friday. I had, I did a major hospital visitation on Saturday. And so I had a lot going over the weekend. And then I got a piece of new podcast gear. I know. I'm super we're excited really, about. This is amazing. Yeah. Set up now. Yeah, this is, uh, it's called the uh, Mixcast 4, and it's it's a quite a machine. And so our sound may be a little bit different as we're learning the machine and the technology, but you know, I had to set it all up. That was hours. So <laughs> you snorted. I totally snorted. You snorted. <laughs> I am not even going to edit that out. This is real, folks. It's yeah, real raw and things. relevant. Yeah, we don't, we don't edit. We may record a whole new one and trash one, but we won't edit a spot. All right. So anyway, it's a great piece of equipment. So the sound may be a little bit different as we're making adjustments. But I want to get right to what? Nothing. I'm just saying, I'm, uh, I don't know if, if you can hear me well enough on here or not. Oh, I'm you can try it. Okay, just check. girl. Oh, see, wow. Okay, now I can hear myself. There yeah, you go. See, we're making adjustments. Yes, we are, as fly. we go. But, honey, you know, I just got to give you a round of applause for that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You deserve okay. that. Jimmy's more excited about all these little the toys. Yes, and the sounds. This so is how I feel about you. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! I know. I know. Really? Okay. That is called cheese whiz. It is. is it's total cheesy. It's cheesy. Okay. Well, I have Keep to say this though. Button, One. Okay. Let's 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 quit Moving playing right with your along. toys. Moving right okay. along. So we decided. A few of us decided to stay an extra day at um, in Dallas and just play, just whatever we wanted to do. And I remembered that. The Jesus Revolution movie was premiering this weekend, and I mentioned it to some of the girls, and I said, you know, I think this would be a good thing for us to to go to because it's, um, it's going to be playing at a movie theater in the area that we're staying in. And so we did, and I afterwards we had made plans to go to Perry's to a steakhouse. I was so worried about what I was going to look like <laughs> going to the steakhouse because I literally cried from – the moment the movie started till the end, it was right. so good. Wow. So I came home, I, I called you and said, I have to take you to this. We have to go. And Tina did the same thing with Adam and said, we have to go. So we went again tonight. So you and Adam got to experience what we experienced. Right. So Adam and I, while we were batching it, we, we spent hours together. We went over and we actually, we were just talking about God conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about what, 
what God is doing in our lives and what God's doing in Adam's life as a, as a relatively new follower of Christ and God's rocking his world. So it was just one of those awesome, awesome, great afternoon conversations. And then we were like, hey, do you have dinner plans? No, do you? No. Then so he and I, so the boys went out for dinner mm-hmm. and we ended up talking to tons of people at the restaurant. I mean, it was such a sweet time. It was just one of those cool moments. So mm-hmm. anyway, just great guys and great family. So we said, hey, we need to all go to the movie. So that's yes. what Annette was referring to. Yes. So we went and saw The Jesus Revolution. Oh it just came out this weekend. And I want to encourage you that are listening, go see that movie. You know, it's such a powerful testimony. Yeah, and don't wait till it comes out yeah. on um, Dish yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Go to the theater because Support you're supporting the it. industry, yes. Yeah. When we do that, it helps them. And it helps them to see that that movies are doing well because Hollywood wants to know, you know, what's what's doing well. And the more we can get folks out to see good movies like this, not only is it wholesome, it's it's inspiring. Oh, it was. And so we Kelsey to, Grammer was phenomenal. Yeah, so Kelsey Grammer, who's been a longtime actor, a famous he had his own show, Frasier, and then before that, Cheers. Cheers. So he's been around a long time, but he's also a sold out brother in Christ. And uh, man, it was cool. His performance was fantastic. So we went and saw it, and I literally, right now, my eyes are puffy. I know. Red. When and we got out of the movie burning. theater, you look like you were stoned or something because your eyes are so red. I literally, in my lifetime, I can say this with absolute certainty, I've never cried that much in a movie mm-hmm. ever. ever. Not even Love Story when that girl died. Remember, you remember that? that? I do remember oh, that. Are I you love kidding? that movie. I cried at that one too, but I was young, so I couldn't admit it. But now <laughs> I'm, I'm totally not proud. But literally, I was dehydrated. Mm, you I were. I cried so much. Yeah. Your eyes are still red oh right now. Oh, my gosh. Now. They're burning right now. I mean, I, my And then we were... went out to eat, and you and you just had a lot of water, and your, your eyes are still red. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm messed up. <laughs> but, but it was so wild because even from the opening credits and the music, and, and for some reason, I just felt overwhelmed. Well, it brought back a lot of memories for us. It did. From the 90s when we lived in California and we yep. were new to some things of, of at church that we had never experienced before. And it, so it, it really brought back some good memories. And it was just a neat, it was a great story. So we were Very in inspiring. the high desert of Southern California, Apple Valley, Victorville, Hesperia, a little tri-city area up the, up the I-15, which is called the Cajon Pass, which is code for San Andreas Fault Line. So we live close to the San Andreas Fault. But when we lived there, we were a part of a church that was experiencing, it had started experiencing a sense of revival and spiritual awakening right before we got there. I mean, it was kind of in a grow mode. But still, the student ministry was devastated because, remember, the youth pastor before we got there was killed in a car wreck. Mm -hmm. And so we came in and basically did triage to get the student ministry going. And it was hard. It was hard. Those kids were confused and upset. And their, their youth group had dwindled down to just 30, 40 kids maybe, give or take in a church that had started growing, but the students wouldn't come to youth ministry. And then, then they bring these two West Texas <laughs> country bumpkins And you in. had the same name as the deceased pastor. Oh, and that was, that was name. awkward. It was that, really that was awkward. It was really weird. So, so it started off really hard. I mean, it was not easy going into mm-hmm. that thing. However, there came a point 
where um, one night sovereignly God showed up. I won't go into the details. I may say that for another time. But we experienced a spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. and it exploded things. Mm-hmm. And when it did, I mean, we we got to experience a sovereign work of God mm-hmm. that is almost beyond description. Right. When we try to tell the story, it's just... Doesn't even do it justice. We, we end up stopping and saying, you just have to be there. Yeah. You just yeah. need to see something like this or experience something like this. Right. So there's some things going on in colleges across the country right now that are really becoming impactful. And all of that has brought back these memories of what we experienced. Then we go see the movie. Oh, gosh. And the movie is about the Jesus movement, What's what Billy Graham coined the Jesus Revolution. And and it happened in the, in the 19, about 1970s. And what had happened was there was a pastor who was in a traditional church of about 30 people. Dead church. Dead in the water. He was dead in the water. His, and he had a teenage daughter that was about to abandon her faith because she was like, if this is Christianity, I don't, I, want, it. I don't want it. And so that's how the movie kind of sets this up. But then these hippies... That were turning on, you know, dropping out, you know, we're doing doing all the drugs and and the the hippie movement. It was in full swing, especially in California, Haight Ashbury up in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and then down in L.A., Laguna, Malibu, Newport, all those areas of the West Coast. And as that was all beginning to happen, a guy named Lonnie Frisbee came from San Francisco, a hippie kid who had gotten radically saved. He was born again, and he started sharing his faith, and people started responding. So he comes from San Francisco, hitchhikes all the way down to uh, to uh, the Newport. L.A. area, uh, Newport, Newport area. And on his hitchhiking moment, a girl picks him up, and it happens to be the daughter of the pastor, who happens to be Pastor Chuck Smith of the well-known now Calvary Chapels. And this began a a symbiotic relationship where mm-hmm. he sat down with Kelsey Grammer slash Pastor Chuck, and Pastor Chuck was really offended by the hippies. He, he didn't said, he didn't want anything to do with them. He, them. he didn't understand them. He said, that they generation need, they need to take a bath is what they need. <laughs> I mean, he so he he was not not at all happy about that movement, and even even made the comment they're beyond reach. Right. Yeah, they're beyond hope. And so and he said, he said, unless a hippie sits in my living room and tells me, you and know. And I can ask him why ask he him. is the way he is. Yeah. I, I don't want anything to do with him. And the very next day that happened. His daughter shows up with Lonnie Frisbee mm-hmm. standing in his kitchen, and they start having this conversation. They sit down at the table, and God does something in this conversation. Softens his heart to say to realize and this is what i wish all pastors would do is see how we're supposed to love one another mm. everyone doesn't matter what you look like what color you are yeah you know it's just so many pastors we've known um really nobody in our sphere of influence but pastors we've heard of right you know will reject those that don't look like them or act mm-hmm. like them mm-hmm. And it, boy, Chuck Smith, he's my hero. Wow. Yeah, I was so impressed about, at first he was real nervous, and so Lonnie said, well, I'm going to bring some of my friends to church. And he said, okay. And when he brought them into this little church, mm-hmm. the people in the church were looking at the hippies like, what are you doing in our church? And and then 
something happens where Pastor Chuck begins to realize we've got to reach these mm-hmm. these young people. They're God, people. maybe God's doing something mm-hmm. here. And that relationship, we won't do the spoiler alert for you. Yeah. You, you go see you it yourself. You just need to go see it. It's a beautiful story. But what happened is, is then an explosion occurred, and, and God touched that thing. Mm-hmm. And you're playing music in the church because of that movement. I right literally now. was thinking about that uh, as we've been revisiting this, what's going on in, in Asbury among college students right now all over uh, a new Jesus movement basically is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. But interesting to note, and yes, the reason I get to tune up my electric guitar and play my play songs that bring me delight and joy and are not just traditional hymns is because of the Jesus movement. Exactly. started all that. And so I, I literally think about that, especially as we've been talking about the movie and I've been thinking about my heritage and been thinking, if that had not have happened, we would still be playing pianos and hammond, you know, which organs. is nothing wrong with that. Nothing but wrong with that. Our whatsoever. generation really loves full bands. I, I mean, we just love music, and and I was a musician young, so I was a guitar player, electric guitar player, lead guy back in when I was in high school. I yeah. started playing guitar, and so it was a love of mine. And God used music to reach me, just like He did these Jesus kids. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of I had my own little Jesus movement or Jesus revolution in West Texas, of all places. But I credit so much of what's happened in my life and what's happening in our church currently mm-hmm. because yes. our church is experiencing oh my goodness. a spiritual awakening. On Sunday, there was hardly a seat in the place. We're packed out. There's a buzz in the air. Mm-hmm. Worship's off the chain. We're seeing, and I credit that to the Jesus movement. We had We're experiencing what, that. seven baptized. We have three more that want to be baptized right now. I mean, it's just all beginning. It's just this year has, there's yeah. something going on right now. There really is an awakening the in the U.S. The is like um, electric. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's, it's buzzing mm-hmm. with, with, with energy and life. And there is a hunger. And one of the things that, that Adam and Tina and Annette and I were talking about over dinner after watching the movie is that so much of what was happening in 1968, 69, 70 with the war, with politics, mm-hmm. with uh, poverty, with kids saying, I don't want anything to do with the establishment. There's got to be more to life than what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're searching. It looks like rebellion, but to be honest, and I love what Lonnie Frisbee said, they're not in rebellion. They're searching for God. Yes. They just don't know it. Yes. They're searching for something more, and that something more is God. So right. they're, they're drawn. So the, the volatility of the times mm-hmm. precipitated and gave rise to this revival and this spiritual awakening we call the Jesus Movement 50 years ago. Now, if you stop and think about it, our atmosphere is identical. It is. I mean, it's a little more modern times, but it's the same dynamics. Mm-hmm. Inflation, government control through the, the pandemic or... Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, don't even go I'm there. No, don't say right what you want to say. All of that that was happening, uh, wars and rumors of wars and political mm-hmm. gameplay across the world and everything that's happening right now is exactly the same dynamic. There may be different situations, but the same mm-hmm. effect on the next generation. Right. And now this, this spontaneous student, and I say student college-led, student-led, spiritual awakening broke out in Asbury. We're seeing it again. And I'm telling you, I, 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 one of my friends, Bill, made a comment. He he graduated from Texas A&M in 
college station. And he sent me pictures. Somebody sent him or he picked him up somewhere of students gathering to worship and pray on Texas A&M. Wow. And he said, he's 70 years old, just turned 70. Mm-hmm. And he said, I never in my lifetime thought I would see that on that campus, wow. to see God moving. It happened at students. Baylor too, Jim. Baylor University. Yes. It's happened all over Tennessee, mm-hmm. Kentucky. I mean, it's literally broken out all We're over. We're all searching for something to fill that void That's in right. us. And we're we're going to drugs, alcohol, um, social media, everything that we can to fill it, and nothing will ever fill it until yeah. we turn our life over to Jesus. And that's it's just and then learn about him. I mean, grow and man, it's a. I ta- when I was at at Pink Impact this weekend, I turned to Tina because all these balloons came down. They let the balloons down. Huge, huge band was playing. And I turned to her and I said, we get to do this. Mm. Look how fun it is to be a Christian. And she just lit up. And it's fun. I don't think people see that, though. So many people don't get the opportunity to see what we see. Well, and honestly, it kind of depends on the kind of church, church you're in. in. Yeah. So there are some churches that are very, you know, and there's room for everybody at the table in the there kingdom is. of God. And it's definitely not a knock. But for people that are more um, high energy and passionate and, and, and feel like there's something in us that wants to burst out and live, mm-hmm. we got to have some, a church and an environment mm-hmm. that allows us to be free like that. Right. It's not a free-for-all. There's boundaries. There's right. wisdom. There's totally. maturity in what we do. But yet our passion and our love for Jesus is just off the chain as it should be. Mm-hmm. Because, because uh, I mean, it's the best news ever. Peace is available. Hope is available. Life is, abundant life is available. And you can have peace in the middle of your storm. Oh, so true. How, how do people do it if they don't have Jesus? I, I just, there's so much hopelessness out there. Oh my goodness. And I, I just have this peace. We, the Bible says we'll have a peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. And it will guard our heart and our mind. Yeah. And wow. that is so precious to me. I, I feel that when I'm at the lowest, when I'm living down in a down world, yeah. but it brings me up. There it is. There it, it is. It brings me up. Life in Christ is, is like, I've used this illustration forever, and, and it's kind of getting out there a little bit, but I call it leaky buckets, where we are like containers, and we receive the fullness of who he is. So just picture yourself holding two buckets down by your side, two five-gallon buckets, and somebody just filling those buckets mm-hmm. with all that's good, water, all the different things, different elements. And, and then it gets up to the brim, but it doesn't stop because life in Christ is a life of overflow. Mm-hmm. It's a life of uh, fullness. Mm-hmm. It's a life of abundance. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden that thing begins to overflow. It starts to run out. And then as you move about through your day and your life and where you work, where you live, where you play, you're, you're leaking. Mm-hmm. Your buckets are leaky. Wow. They're, they're overflowing and they're leaking because they're so full they can't contain it. Mm-hmm. And that really is what the Christian life is all about. It, it, it's, it was never a funeral dirge for me. No. It was celebration in life and thanksgiving because I know what I was before I became a Christian. Right. And God turned my life around at 18, 19 years of age. And I've never been the same. And at the age I'm at now, which is 
a little bit more than 18 or 19. <laughs> right. I got some tread wear on my tires. But at the age I'm at right now, I am more passionate. I'm more focused. I'm more excited. I can't dance. It would be a horrific uh, atrocity for me to do that. It would talk about quench the spirit. <laughs> yeah, please but don't. My please. heart is exuberant with mm-hmm. life and praise. Well, and I've known you for 30 years and I've never seen you lose passion for Christ. I thought you were saying ever. you never saw me dance well. But, well, uh, no, that too. But anyway, <laughs> 30 years and I've never seen a loss of passion. And that, it, it speaks volumes. That's why people are drawn to you. That's why I've learned so much. From you over the last 30 years, how to live up in a down world, because you do have that positive attitude that the cup is half full, not half empty. No, the buckets are overflowing. And the actually. buckets out now are overflowing. Yes. More right. than half full. Right. It's full. Right. It doesn't mean you don't have a bad day. Oh, my gosh. Or we don't have bad circumstances. Exactly. You just refuse to give in to those. Yeah, we have what we call but God moments where things are dark, things are happening. Are we'll, we'll go eat brownie mix. <laughs> we say, this is a brownie mix day. Yes. That comes from a long time ago yeah. where where we we were like, we don't do anything. We don't have any like terrible vices, so let's just go make some brownie mix and eat it eat right it. out of the bowl. <laughs> Do you know how sick that would make us if no. we ate a whole bowl I, it, of brownie it, mints? I'm sick thinking about it right I know, now. <laughs> it's making me, oh. But it's a but God moment where you realize, I don't care how bad it is, but God. Right. But God is good. Mm-hmm. But God can come through. But God can lift the lift the room. He can lift the roof off the place if he needs and to. you know what all I That's have to God. do? Turn worship music on mm. and I'm done. It Love literally, that. I, that's what I do. If I'm down and maybe I don't even want to, read i'm just down turn that worship music on and oh my goodness it just saturates especially worship music that has the bible verses in it you know it just it saturates me in love and peace it's the power of praise the power of Mm -hmm. worship in fact so much of the jesus revolution movie Talked or showed and illustrated the power of music yes, and how music was an integral part of that with right. a, a band called Love Song, which anybody who's been around Christian World for for years remembers Love Song mm-hmm. from the early seventies. Yes. And they were they got together at that little church, that little Calvary Chapel church. That's where it started. Mm-hmm. And they were hippies who started singing about Jesus, and it caught on. Uh-huh. And it's such a powerful thing. God has used worship and music and praise to to teach us how to, in a way, just just work our way out of the bar ditch. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it lifts you up right. and lifts your soul and your spirit. So no matter where you are and no matter what's going on in your life, I, I want to encourage you, Annette and I both, and Chevy, he's here too, <laughs> we want to encourage you that you can live up in a down world, mm-hmm. that, that God wants to give you, he wants to fill your buckets. He wants to give you full life, abundant life, hope, Hope when when it doesn't when it looks hopeless, there's still great hope, and God's for you, he loves you. I love the scripture says he's he's for you, he's not against you. Mm-hmm. So God is for you. You need to know that because sometimes we think we've done too much or we've done too many bad things, and we just don't get it because God's love supersedes all of that. His grace, His mercy, all supersede that. And all we have to do is say yes to Jesus. Right, I mean, it's not even like rocket science or brain. 
You don't have to be a, a surgeon, you know, a heart surgeon to do this. You simply lean in and you admit to God. Mm-hmm. It's called ad- uh, repentance, and it means changing your mind about something or turning the and going the other way. And you simply say yes to Jesus. Yes, Jesus, I need your help. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jesus, I need you. I, I can't do this. And boy, if there's anything about most people today, the last thing we ever want to admit is that we're out of control or that we can't handle something. But that is the very thing that's taken honest, honesty, authenticity, um, humility Mm -hmm. to say, Lord, I cannot do this on my own. So I need your help. I need you. Yeah. And so Annette and I want you to know, and of course, Chevy, we want you to know that God loves you. He has a plan for your life. He has a future for you. And no matter how dark it is right now, and and you may even be there and said, man, I've considered taking it, taking myself out of this. I'd rather be anywhere but this world. I want you to know there's a future and a hope for you yes. that God has for you. Mm-hmm. If you will yield, surrender, and give your life to him, give your heart to Jesus. It's, and it's so simple. It's three things. You believe, you receive, and then on the heels of that, you become a child of I God. Love Believe, beautiful. receive, and become. And I want to invite you to do that right where you are. You're listening to this. Maybe you've considered this. I want to invite you to do that now to say, Jesus, I need your help. It didn't have to be a fancy prayer. There's no formula. Just say, Jesus, I need you. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I, I want you to be my Lord. I, I want you to be my Savior. I want you to be the King of my life. I want to give my heart to you. That's it. I believe. Therefore, I receive the gift of your grace, the gift of salvation. And now, I, because of that, I'm becoming, and I've become a child of God. Right, Annette? That's right. I love well, it. Well, we're going we're gonna to end today. We just we wanted to encourage you. We want to mm-hmm. build you up and do anything we can to help you live up in a down world. Any closing thoughts, babe? Oh, no. I'm just excited. I, you know, I... As you were saying that, I was thinking if it if there is anybody that says that prayer and you need some resources, contact us at livingupinadownworld.com. We'll be glad. We can get some resources to you. We want to help you on your trajectory, your new trajectory. Love we that. really want to help you grow. And that's something that's really near and dear to me is I, I, I don't want people to make a decision and don't know what to do after that. We want to, we want to be able to help you with that. That's a great word. We want to thank everybody for listening. For those of you who support us on Fountain and Castomatic, some of the other uh, value for value websites, pod, podcast websites. Thank you for doing that. But you can always, we're here for you. That I love what you said, Annette. We're here for you. You always get, get in touch with us and we can do anything we can to help you turn the corner, anything to do to help you live up. So we love you. God bless you. And... Yeah.